Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camo wear at a price you can afford. Huntworthgear.com. And by Ducks Unlimited, a proud sponsor of Outdoors Radio and duck hunters everywhere. Ducks.org. We're also brought to you by the Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. 60 square miles of fun on the water. CastleRock-Petenwell.com. And by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center. WoodsideRanch.com. I'm Dan Small. Today, we'll find out what's going on this month at the Range of Richfield. We'll talk about winter camping with outfitter Nick Gordon and hear about a pig roast coming up later this month to support Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. It's time now for Madison Outdoors, and you hear this feature every week at this time on Fox Sports 1070 WTSO and anytime at all on our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. That might be Lakelink, iHeartRadio, OutdoorsRadio.com, or other platforms. And joining us once again, now two weeks in a row, is Pat Hasberg. He's the proprietor of DNS Bait, Tackle, and Fly Shop on Northport Drive in Madison. You can find him on the web at dsbait.com, and there are links to his Facebook page and other things there, and he posts his weekly fishing report on his Facebook page every Friday morning. So, Pat, thank you so much for joining us again, and welcome back. No problem. Always a pleasure, Dan. Last week, you were on the road, and you were on your way to help folks ban some Purple Martins. How did that go? It was great. It was our first time doing it, and I really didn't know what to expect, but we drove out to a uh, Amish farm north of Partyville and met some folks from Madison Audubon there, and it was fantastic. The Amish love Purple Martins, and they had four Purple Martin houses up on big posts and cranked them down, and we pulled the babies out of their nests and put little bands on their ankles and recorded all the pertinent information to that, so that information will be valuable as they kind of track those birds as they come back year after year. It's pretty incredible. They fly all the way to Brazil every year, down to Brazil and back up to Wisconsin, and they'll return to the same area and a lot of times the same nest boxes, and it's they're they're fascinating birds. It was a real honor to do it. We wound up banding 142 little baby Purple Martins that day, so it was a lot of fun. Was that a good number for them? That seems like a lot of birds. It is. They do as many as 300 in a day. 150 or so is about the average day for them. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And did they say they seemed healthy? They were very healthy. The Amish take great care of the Purple Martins. A lot of the homes that host those birds will even put uh, dust in there to keep mites down because sometimes mites can be a problem. All the birds were very healthy, and almost every box had a nest with at least three or sometimes as many as six chicks in it. So, yeah, it was, it was a really, really, really great time. My, my boys definitely enjoyed it. Well, good. And Martins, of course, eat a lot of mosquitoes. So by housing those birds, they're really helping control mosquitoes in that area. Big insect eaters, that's right. Yeah, they, they do a great job. All right. Well, back to fishing now. You're back in the store, and we're getting finally some cooler weather this week, but it's been awfully hot. What do you, what do you know about fishing in the Madison area now? 
Yeah, hot has been uh, the name of the game here. It's been hot and dry in Madison, and actually just got our first rain come in, so we're happy to see some of that. The fishing has been great. Bluegills are done spawning for the most part uh, around town and are hungry. Uh, the perch are turning on on weed lines. Lots of walleyes and, and smallmouth on mid-lake humps. Lots of willing pike out there to be caught. Fishing's been great. What do things look like on Monona? Uh, good. Every year when the bluegills are done spawning, they sort of move out into 10 to 15 feet of water and do like a little post-spawn thing out there and hang out in that water for about two weeks. And that's about where we are now. And then as things warm up here, they'll move out and suspend over the deep water. So you can find them out in over 60, 70 feet of water and they'll be about 15 feet down. And they're just schooled up out there just randomly. You can find them if you just drift along. If it's not too windy, you can just drift along and have your line right over the side of the boat, and you can catch tons of bluegills. That's the bite that's going to remain for the rest of the summer, and it's really a very relaxing way to fish, just letting the wind kind of push you along and pulling in some bluegills. I don't know what it is about Lake Monona, but it is an absolute bluegill factory. It gets pressured all winter and all summer, and but people yank so many bluegills out of there but it just keeps producing and it's just a just a fantastic bluegill fishery i used something gene the old owner here taught me years ago called a monona rig and it's really just an ice fishing jig with a eighth ounce sinker about six inches up from it you just dangle that right off the side of the boat and just wait for a tug yeah how about muskies on monona we heard there were some big muskies caught in fact i think we talked about them last week uh caught during the recent tournament there that's right, yeah, and I've been hearing about a few reports of that action starting to pick up a little bit more, and it tends to pick up slowly as the summer goes on. This warm weather, though, has kind of gotten those water temps up close to that 80-degree mark, and that's when a lot of musky anglers will give those fish a break. You don't hear a lot of reports in these really, really hot days, but coming up here in August, I remember last year, August, musky fishing really picked up, and then, of course, September, October, and November lights out. Musky fishing is just fantastic around town. Yeah, absolutely. How about Wabisa? Uh, basically the same thing down there. You get bluegills that, you know, are in shallow, and then they suspend out a little deeper, but the musky fishing down there is also fantastic. Not quite as a big fish lake as Lake Monona is, but lots of good fish down there, too, for sure. And Kiganza, you were reporting last time we talked that action was pretty good and you were getting good reports, and, and sometimes that lake is hard to read. Yeah, hard to read is a good way to put it. It can be a mystery for sure, but I still have been hearing good reports out of Kiganza. Crystal clear water down there, some nice defined weed edges. The Kiganza is also known for some huge bluegills, beautiful fish too for whatever reason. And um, so, yeah, the bluegill bite down there has been great. And the walleye bite, too, over near the state park. Folks that have been trolling weed lines have been doing well. Actually, some really nice quality fish coming out of there, high 20-inch fish. Real great action down there. Very good. Anything else from, say, oh, the Wisconsin River or Lake Wisconsin? Uh, the bite on Lake Wisconsin has been good. I, I get a, quite a few people that come through the shop that head up there, and I know the walleye bite's been good. Crawler harnesses sound like they've been pretty effective, but flicker shads or any type of crankbait, trolling those has been working well, too. The Wisconsin River, I assume with some of the rain we've gotten in the state, we had the river back up a little bit, but it was flowing at just a trickle there for a while. But yeah. The nice thing about that low water, maybe we talked about this last week, too, but that low water tends to concentrate fish in the deeper holes, so it's easier to find when the water's low and pretty willing uh, to bite. Yeah, but you got to have the right kind of boat to work the river when it's low. 
Yep, I actually do just fine waiting around. I'll park at a boat launch and just walk around. Of course, I would want to stress that everybody be very careful when you're doing that. I don't walk in water that I can't see the bottom uh, in. But, you know, a lot of that river, is, especially when it's low like that, is hardly even past your knees deep. So you can get around and find yourself, uh, get yourself close to a deep hole and have some fun. Absolutely. But years ago, people talked about sandbars, wading off sandbars, and then your footing kind of gives way, so you have to really be careful. That's right. I would encourage everybody to wear a life jacket if you're not a good swimmer, especially, because, yes, those sandbars, if you're close to a current area especially, can kind of give way. And, yeah, you definitely don't want to get sucked into some of the currents out there. can do weird things. Definitely want people to be careful. This little bit of rain we got might help the trout fishing, don't you think? I would think so, yeah. I was actually out Sunday. I did really well on an ant pattern until some cattle upstream made the the water dirty on me. And then I decided I wasn't going to give up, so I threw on just a big old hopper pattern, and that was the ticket. Boy, I just got into so many fish that were just waiting under those shaded banks, ready to come out and smash a hopper. So I, I did really well after that. I usually don't fish hoppers until late August, September, but I just wanted something big and meaty that uh, would make some noise when it hit the water, you yeah. know, in that cloudy water. So. And I suppose the cows stirring up the bank uh, probably sent a little bit of food downstream as well. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I would assume so. And so those fish became very active after the water got a little dirty. So, yeah, it was a great day. I do want to encourage people to watch their stream temps, too. Once that water gets above 67 degrees, they say that those trout have a hard time recovering if they're caught. They have a hard time recovering in that warm water. So when we were keeping an eye on we got we had water temps up to 64 degrees, and then we called it quits just mm-hmm. to make sure we weren't stressing them out too much. But it's a great time of year to be out, and the, the fish are looking up for those big, easy meals that pop in in the water. Those terrestrials are the hot ticket, basically from here out till October. Great. All right. Well, Pat, we got to let you go, but your store hours for people who don't already know? Yeah, we're open 6 to 6 every day. Sunday we close at 5, but basically open 6 to 6 every day. And, uh, yeah, happy to help folks get out on the water, get them what they need, and point them in the right direction. Very good. Well, thanks so much, and you enjoy the fishing, and maybe this cooler weather will help everybody enjoy the outdoors a little more, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks so much, Dan. Always a pleasure. You bet. Pat Hasberg with the Madison Outdoors Report from DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop on Northport Drive and on the web at dsbait.com. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupie and Abraham, named best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupie and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupie and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit Hupie.com. And all 11 offices of Hupie and Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. 
The firm of Hupi and Abraham has paid tens of thousands of dollars in rewards to help solve crimes in southeast Wisconsin. Michael Hupi is the president of Milwaukee Crime Stoppers, and he's offering a $25,000 reward for the next anonymous tip that solves a homicide case. So if you've got a tip on an unsolved homicide case, visit MilwaukeeCrimestoppers.com. And joining us again now from Wisconsin Rapids, Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, you've been done with tournaments for a couple weeks, but I'll bet you've been busy at home. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of things to do at home when we come off the road. Uh, right now, you know, taking care of uh, honeybees and then uh, also I've got uh, uh, meat birds, uh, butcher chickens to take care of. And and so uh, there's always something. Uh, Eileen's been singing at uh, Wisconsin Rapids Raptor baseball games and uh, Robert's been racing BMX. Um, and, uh, you know, the weather's been so darn hot. We've been trying to find the nicer days to get, you know, really get outside and, and get some things done. Otherwise, um, just trying to find ways to cool off, you know, the holiday and just, it, it seems like we're just as busy now as we were when we were on the road. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and, and I have been thinking the same thing, you know, I have not been doing outdoor Wisconsin TV segments now for two years. And I don't know how I fit all that in before. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I just, I, I just don't have, you know, I, and I usually write an article every other issue, if not every issue for Wisconsin Outdoor News. I think I've done two of them this year. And I was so busy, I didn't enter anything in the Association of Great Lakes Outdoor Writers, uh, writing and broadcast competition this year. So, sure. um, yeah, but, and I guess that means I'm getting caught up at home. I, I don't know. It just yeah, I mean, to... you got to prioritize work somewhere, right? I mean, you're always going to have something to do. Yeah, exactly. Well, I did get out fishing one day. I took uh, Ozzie and Nye Schultz as a young fellow we had on Outdoor Wisconsin a couple of times uh, with his dad and grandfather and on his own one time. And we went to Lake Redstone to look for some bass and crappies and Nye did most of the catching. He uh, has an arsenal of fishing rods. I think he's got more rods than I do, and the guy's 18, so <laughs> it's a little scary. <laughs> uh, and I said, man, you got a lot of rods. He said, yeah, i got more than these at home. <clears throat> but at any rate, we worked shoreline areas and uh, and then deep water by the dam for bass and crappies and Caught two small crappies and, oh, I don't know, half a dozen or so small largemouths. One that was probably a keeper, but we weren't keeping anything. But just it, w- it was good to get out and get the boat in the water and you know, get the kinks out again. I had, I won't go into details, but electrical issues that really are operator error. I did not charge the starting battery again and the locators run off the starting battery and they drained it right down. So, you know, we had a friend uh, who lives on the lake who loaned us a battery. So we got, we got to do what we wanted to do, but it was uh, (laughs) an adventure. I'm glad I had with a couple of understanding friends instead of folks at the world muskie hunt, where I'm sure I would have been a contender once again for the dead fish award. I'm going to win that someday. (laughs) I've come close twice, but well, it's, anyway. it's, uh, you know, it, we, uh, Robert, my son and I were preparing for our annual camp each, uh, you oh, know, yeah. each year we go up to Mercer and stay on the islands and stuff. And, and, uh, you talk about dead battery. That's always a, like a fear of mine when we go out on the islands for a few days is, 
we really don't have a great way of charging a battery when you, you don't have access to electricity. So one of the purchases for this year was a 10 watt solar electric panel that is designed to do so, designed to charge the battery. And so uh, we're going to have that uh, on the boat with us. And uh, that way we can keep that battery charged, uh, the, whether we're actively fishing or just hanging out at the campsite, we'll be able to keep that battery charged. So at least we know we can get off the island when we need to. Yeah, well, it's funny you mentioned the solar charger because that's what saved our bacon. Uh, my friend, Fred Nickel, has a solar charger on the battery that runs the boat lift on his uh, dock there. And we swapped that out with our battery, charged our battery for the rest of the afternoon, used his to run our uh, locators and the um, and, and, uh, starting the engine. And when we came back, we swapped them out and were able to take off and get home. And so now I'm charging it every night before <laughs> I take it. Yeah, I did that with the trolling motor batteries, but, you know, you got to put a separate charger on the mm-hmm. uh Starter battery. Anyway, fun with uh, fun with batteries. Well, I'm going to Lake of the Woods again in September. I've been talking about that uh, pretty much every week now. There are still two spots left, so if anyone is interested, the dates are September 11 through 15. We'll have four nights on the island, three days of guided fishing. Everything's included. Guides. Uh, Meals, boats, bait, tackle. You don't even have to bring any rods if you don't want to. The cost is $1,500 per person, and it's best if you and a friend come because you will share a room with your friend or partner, whoever you bring along. If you're interested, go to blackisland.com, click on the Trips tab, and look for my name, and you'll have all the information there. As I mentioned, only two spots left, so if you're interested, you know, it's first come, first serve. Well, coming up, the Range of Richfield President Jim Bobbyash tells us what's going on at the range this month. Nick Gordon, owner of Now Outdoors Expedition Company, returns this time to talk about winter camping in the Boundary Waters. And Jeff, that will kind of lower our temperature a little bit, um, thinking about camping in winter. No kidding. And Otto Reitz, founder of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin, invites everyone to a pig roast at Country Haven Farm in Gleason. That's coming up on July 29th. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camel Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Are you looking for that perfect Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful ATV UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today. 
Flow has made world-class recreational and utility trailers for 40 years, and the industry-leading innovations keep on coming. Choose an all-aluminum UT model or Cargo Max, the only utility trailer with a molded polymer bed, integrated sides, and an engineered aluminum frame. With either one, you'll know you don't have just any old trailer. If a new trailer is on your mind, check out floeintl.com. Flow trailers, where the rubber meets the road. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nacita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The range of Richfield is your ultimate shooting experience. It's located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela's store where highways 41 and 45 split and on the web at therangewi.com. And joining us now for our monthly conversation about happenings at the range is Range of Richfield President Jim Bobiash. Well, Jim, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again. Hi, Dan. Happy summer. Is it warm enough for you these days? Oh, my goodness, yeah. (laughs) I I don't even want to think about it, yeah. I know. I know. It's really, uh, it's getting a little testy here every once in a while. Yeah, well, at least you have an air-conditioned range and a very comfortable place to be inside with good, clean air. That's a nice thing. Yeah, it, yes, that helps an awful lot. We are blessed from that point of view. But that heat still starts to permeate, and the one person that's really happy is Wisconsin Electric. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah, <laughs> and that's a lot of people, not just one. But, that's right, that's yeah. right. So how was June? June was fantastic. On Father's Day, we had a great turnout. A lot of dads with their kids, and they just had a great time. Actually, our traffic is remaining steady. Now, we're seeing a little bit of a slowdown, especially now at the summer, but, you know, it, it's typical for this time of year. A lot of people are taking advantage of our $10 Wednesdays. Oh, good. Yeah, this is our summer special that we've been doing in the last couple of years. If you come in on a Wednesday, both lanes, the, the standard and premium, are only $10. It's the best deal you can get. So come on and take advantage of it. And then we also brought back our free gun rental Thursdays. So you rent a lane and get a free gun rental, and that includes eyes, ears, and a target. Technically, that's about a $15 value. So Wednesdays and Thursdays are a real good time to stop in with us. Well, that's great. And I would imagine there are people who are economy-minded and have time on a Wednesday or Thursday and will come in and take advantage of that. Absolutely. And, and we understand that. And, you know, again, I'm just trying to get some traffic. People coming in who are fine with this, you know, come on and enjoy it. Well, good. Well, how's your gun selection? Gun selection is great. 
Uh, we are seeing a steady stream of Hellcats, EZs, Glocks, Canics, ARs, and even more showing up on our dock. Our gun case has never looked this good for a long time. So this is a great time to buy your next firearm before maybe our Second Amendment rights start to disappear. Got to pay attention to that. Well, are you really concerned about that? No. It's a perception. Yeah. I don't think this will ever happen, but they keep rattling their sabers, and that always concerns me. So. And there are people who are seriously thinking that, hey, we're going to lose our Second Amendment rights next month, so we better stock up now. Yes, we do get people, and a lot of people are just coming in and going, oh, I want to learn how to use this gun. Yeah. You know, I bought it a little while ago, and I, I'm just feeling uncomfortable. And it, the interesting part is we're getting a lot of females that are coming in, oh, which, is, which is just, oh, it's wonderful. It's yeah. just great. And you have an education center, and that's what you're all about, isn't it? Yes, we are really committed to our education center, and we encourage everyone to please take a class or a lesson. You know, just owning a firearm is not enough. You must become part of it, and that means training and practice. As you know, we offer several different training sessions at all skill levels, in addition to private handgun lessons. I have five highly skilled and trained instructors that are available for individual, couples, group lessons, beginner, intermediate, advanced handgun, rifle, AR, shotgun. We are here to help and keep you safe. Wow, yeah, you cover all the bases there for sure. Yes, we do. It's important to us. And how about your classes? We're a little slow now during the summer because of everything that's going on, mm -hmm. uh, competing with Summerfest and everything else. So, But we continue to come up with new classes, and we're going to be adding more and more as we get closer to fall. Right now, we have a couple classes on the books uh, just because it's summer. One is our concealed carry class, and that's on the 11th, and the other one is on the 23rd of July. Okay. So, again, those uh, interesting. We had one the other day, and that was pretty full, which is, which once again, it's great. So take advantage of it. Yeah. Also, we've got a basic drawing firearm from concealment. Now, this is an advanced class. Look at the website. We'll get it right for you. Okay. And you can sign up right there on the website, right? Yes, yes, you can. We we made that now available, and it makes it very convenient uh, to sign up and pay right on the website, and you can just show up, and you're in the class. Wonderful. How about accessories and other things that pertain to shooting, you know, uh, not just the guns and ammo? What have you got? Well, actually, we've got an awful lot of stuff on sale right now, because, again, it's that time of year. Sure. So all of our belts are 15% off, all range gear, which is sweatshirts, hats, T-shirts, are 15% off. And for the ladies, all of our concealed carry purses are also 15% off. And I know my wife Pam has done a great job in picking out some of these really nice purses. So, you know, if you have a gun and you want to conceal it, we've got the perfect spot to take a look and save some money. Very good. You also carry Liberty Safes. How is your supply of safes looking this month? Oh, man, it's great. We have a great selection of those fabulous safes here in stock. I'll bet you, Dan, I've got 20, 22, 23 on the floor and probably another 40 in the, in the work. Carry, I have one of almost every safe. Uh, I don't have one of every color. If you're interested, come on and take a look at our selection. It's uh, it's a great time to do that. And, and actually, now this month, we got a sale that's going to be going with, with the Centurion 24. It's a granite flag safe for only $9.99. And we got a Colonial 23 gloss with a white, that's a white flag safe, for, and that's got $300 off. And a Colonial 30 gloss, $400 off, and a Colonial 50, uh, $500 off. Wow. So uh, those are some really good deals. And then starting the 19th, 
to the 31st, all of our Franklins will be for sale also. So, again, if you're thinking about it, here's a good uh, to pick up a, a great safe at a great price, um, and you don't have to wait. We've got them in stock. Wonderful, wonderful. You also have a consignment program where people can bring in guns that they don't need anymore or maybe estate guns. How's that going? That's going extremely well. We've got a nice stream of people that keep coming in with guns that they're either cutting back on some of the guns they have, trading in for something new, or it's a family estate and they're trying to liquidate the guns. We've got all kinds of options here. Brian has done a wonderful job. He really knows guns. It's really a fair deal. So if you're interested in any of that, please, please, please come on in. We'll take care of you. Wonderful. And if you're not in the market for a gun, but just have questions about guns or want to talk guns and ammunition, you're available for that. Oh, yeah. We love to talk about guns and what's going on in the marketplace. So feel free to pop in. air conditioned. There's no smoke in the place. <laughs> you can come in and we can help educate you a little bit more. Hey, when you had the heavy Canadian smoke the last couple of weeks, did you notice a difference walking inside? We weren't really affected inside the building or even in the lane, so I'm thankful for that. Well, the, the air turns over every 60 seconds in the lane, so it doesn't stick around. It was a huge difference. You know, outside was terrible. You know, inside, we didn't have any issues. Fantastic. All right. Well, Jim, we will talk to you again in August or at the end of July, anticipating August. I hope you continue to have good traffic there and folks know where to go if they want to talk about guns. Thanks, Dan. You bet. Jim Bobbyash. President of the Range of Richfield, they are located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela store, right where highways 41 and 45 divide. You can also find them on the web at therangewi.com. I'm Dan Small, more Outdoors Radio, right after this. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Joining me now is Otto Reitz. He's the founder of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. Their website is Wounded Warriors United. WI.org. We've talked to him before, but it's been about six months. And Otto, thanks again for joining us and welcome back. Well, thanks for having us back. Greatly appreciate it. You bet. Now, we're recording this on the 4th of July, and that's kind of appropriate because you work with veterans and especially those struggling for their personal independence. And so Independence Day is a good day to talk to you. That it is. So we talked about six months ago, uh, the last time we talked on the radio, and at that time you were raising funds to build a facility on your farm for veterans and their families. How's that coming along? It's a slow process when you're trying to raise capital funding to build a cottage like that. Not everybody sees the immediate need to help us out. It's coming along. We're getting donations coming in. and We did not expect it to happen overnight. We're constantly moving forward, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Where are you located exactly for people who aren't familiar with your program? We are located in Gleason, Wisconsin, between Anigo, Merrill, and Rylander. That's the center of all of those. Okay. And you have a farm there. You call it Country Haven, I believe? Yep. 
Two years ago, we decided that we wanted to do a little bit more for the veterans, and we came up with an idea of, of buying a place in the country that they can come up and get away from everything and have some solitude. The farm is located on a gravel road in the middle of nowhere, which is, works perfect for us. We've got a lot of small animals. We've got pygmy goats and miniature goats and miniature donkeys, Scottish Highlanders, and they're all hand-fed and everything, so when people can come up, they can interact with the animals if they would like. If not, we live on an ATV trail. We have ATVs and ATVs that they can borrow and, and take the family down the road for an enjoyable day out in the fresh air. So if people come to visit you or to stay there, uh, typically what do they do? Enjoy the farm and the animals, go for a ride, and what else? They can go fishing, hiking, canoeing, pretty much anything that they want to do that's involved in the country. Right now we do have a 30-foot camper that they can bring their family up and stay for a week at a time. Or you know, we get one veteran that wants to come up by himself just to get away and recharge his batteries. They just have to call and see what we've got open and available, and there's no cost, no charge for them. There never is, and they can just come on up. Your organization is basically you and Vicki. You have other volunteers who work with you, right? Yeah, definitely. We have a lot of volunteers. We couldn't do it by ourselves. I mean, it's just we've grown so much. It takes more than two people doing fundraisers and putting on different events for us, motorcycle runs and things like that. And what are some of the events that you've held for veterans? We do hunts and fishing trips across the United States. We just got back from Idaho. We were on a bear hunt out there. I took two veterans out there. And fortunate enough, both of them scored on a bear. So that was pretty cool. I to be able to take them on a first-time bear hunt and actually get one. Yeah. We do mule deer hunts in Whitetail in Wisconsin, fishing trips. Anywhere and everywhere that I can put something together that is affordable for us. And again, no charge to the veterans for any of these activities, right? Correct. Yep. Everything we do set up when the veterans show up, there's no cost. We pay for license, fuel, lodging, whatever it takes to get them there. Well, that's very generous of you, and I'm sure that the veterans appreciate it. They do. A lot of times, it's an experience of a lifetime for them, and it's also life-changing for a lot of the veterans to be able to get together with each other and, and socialize, and it's a big bonding for veterans when they do get together. It's, it's amazing when you see a group of guys that don't know each other, and within minutes, it's like they're old friends. Uh-huh. Now, you've got an event coming up later this month, in fact, the 29th of July. Tell us about it. Yes, we're having a pig roast that is open to the public, and we're just trying to bring awareness to the community, to the state, who we are and what we do. We're going to have a band here and cornhole, and we'll be setting up some archery targets for kids if they want to come out and shoot bow. We'll supply the bows for them. It's just a full day of coming out and seeing what the farm is all about and seeing what we're all about. Wonderful. There's information on your website. Do you ask people to register to let you know how many are coming? Correct. That way we have a somewhat accurate account on how many people will be here so that we, you know, we have a large enough peg in the roaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many piggies you're going to put in the roaster, right. <laughs> well, I, I told Vicki that I'm going to be up in the Eagle River area that weekend, and I'm going to try to make it on my way home. Uh, and I will let you know for sure, but that sounds like a great event, and I'd like to see your farm and see what you got going on. Yeah, we'd like to have you stop by and you know, see what we're doing firsthand. I know we've talked numerous times on the phone, and being able to see it firsthand makes a big difference, too.
Absolutely. Now, I understand you have a veteran staying with you right now. Is he available? Yes, he is. He's sitting right next to me, actually. We just got finished with dinner. I put him on the phone. All right. Great. Hello. Hi. Who am I talking to? My name's Edward Beatty. I'm a Marine Corps veteran. I was in for 13 years from 2000 until 2013. Semper Fi. Thank you. My dad was a World War II Marine vet. Yeah, he served in the South Pacific. I can't imagine what that was like. He didn't talk about it much, but he was a second lieutenant in the 3rd Division in the South Pacific in World War II. So where did you serve? I have two tours in Iraq. I've got a third deployment where we went uh, all across the Western Pacific. We did a lot of humanitarian stuff in the country of Pakistan, a lot of other things. I've also got a deployment to Port-au-Prince, Haiti, back in 2004. And how did you find out about Country Haven Farm? On Facebook, just kind of looking around. I'm from the Milwaukee area, and there's a lot of noise down there. Yeah. So I was just kind of looking for any any way to get away. I mean, we, we were willing, I was willing to pay quite a bit of money to come up and do something like this, and I just happened to find Otto and Vicky and Country Haven Farm. No cost, no strings attached. Gave him a call. I believe I talked to Miss Vicky first. She said, come on up. We're open. It was that simple. Wow. And how do you like it up there? Oh, it's great. It's great. It's quiet. Air's nice and clear. Plenty of stars. Real bright moon at night. All the things to do that I couldn't normally do in a lot of ways. One, because I'm in the city and I can't find any kinds of woods or anything to get out too much there. They've got a UTV at our disposal, and there's plenty of trails all around here. There's all the lakes. They've got a boat. We could go fishing and just enjoy the quiet if that's what we want to do. Wow. I don't mention you just had dinner. How's the food up there? Oh, we are are well fed. (laughs) Well fed. Oh, good. You coming back for the pig roast? Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to. I'm not sure what my schedule is, but I'm going to try to make it if I can. And have you told other friends about this place and what they offer? Every time I'm at my VA down in Milwaukee and every time I see veterans, I I ran out of pamphlets to hand out, but I, I tell as many people as I can and anybody that wants to listen. Oh, great. Well, Ed, thanks so much for talking with us. And if you put Otto back on, I want to say goodbye to him. I hope you enjoy the rest of your visit there, and maybe we'll see you on the 29th. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. You bet. Uh, back. I don't I think you got one happy camper there. Oh, yeah. You know, we try our best to make it when they come up here as enjoyable and memorable and stress-free, and that's what it's all about. Wonderful. Well, tell us once again the date and what people should do if they want to come to the Pig Roast. July 29th. It starts at 11, and it will end when it ends. We'll be having a Pig Roast. It'll be soda and beer and a band and There'll be a lot of things to do for people when they do get up there. We'll have a hay wagon ride. Not sure what else we'll have, but we'll come up with some other stuff. Okay. And if I get there in the middle of the afternoon, you think there'll be some pig left? Oh, yeah. We guarantee that. All right. Well, Otto, thanks so much. We will mention your website here and hope that you get a great turnout for the pig roast and a lot of support for Country Haven Farm and the work that you're doing for veterans. Sounds good. Appreciate it. You bet. Otto Reitz is the founder of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. They are located in Gleason, Wisconsin, that way up north, as he mentioned, not too far from Rhinelander and Anago. 
and their website where you can learn about everything we've talked about and what they're doing on Country Haven Farm and also the pig roast coming up on July 29th is Wounded Warriors United, WI.org. I'm Dan Small, more outdoors radio right after this. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90-plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Flow has made world-class recreational and utility trailers for 40 years, and the industry-leading innovations keep on coming. Choose an all-aluminum UT model or Cargo Max, the only utility trailer with a molded polymer bed, integrated sides, and an engineered aluminum frame. With either one, you'll know you don't have just any old trailer. If a new trailer is on your mind, check out floeintl.com. Flow trailers, where the rubber meets the road. Are you looking for that perfect Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful ATV UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Joining me now is a fellow we had on very recently, adventure guide and outfitter Nick Gordon. He's the owner of Now Outdoors Expedition Company, and he's led people to backcountry adventures all over the place. Wisconsin, the Boundary Waters, Mount Everest, the Andes of Peru, and the Amazon jungle of Colombia. And you can learn about his events and his philosophy and upcoming trips at nowoutdoors.org. 
and he joins us again now from his home base in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And Nick, thanks a lot for joining us again, and welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, we ran out of time last time we talked, and I wanted to get to winter, and I promise we will, but we talked about your upcoming trips to the Boundary Waters, two trips in August. Can you recap the dates and what people can expect? Yeah, we've got two Boundary Waters trips coming up. The first one is going to be August 5th, and the second one starts August 19th. Both of these trips are, with travel days, nine days long, so seven days on the water. They average about 50 miles, so with that distance and that kind of time, we've got lots of time for swimming, fishing. The earlier route is also uh, takes place during the Perseid meteor shower. Um, we have a couple spots left for that trip. That's the August 5th uh, trip. And so the Perseid, uh, for those that don't know, the Boundary Waters is the world's largest dark sky sanctuary. It's, it's a fantastic place to be for one of the, the best meteor showers of the year. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. But yeah. Two trips in August. They're both week long. We provide the boats, the packs, amazing food. You just got to provide your own clothing, personal items, tent, and that's about it. All right. Now, you mentioned the meteor showers. Do you see the northern lights on occasion on those trips? Yeah, we do. We've seen northern lights up in the UP and, and definitely in the boundary waters. So we always kind of take a peek at uh, what the forecast might, might suggest for that sort of thing, too. It, you know, it's a little bit harder to, to get forecasts for, for the northern lights. Yeah, we've seen up there on occasion, and uh, yeah, there's no better place to be for, for that as well. All right. And people can sign up if they go to your website, correct? Yeah, they can go to nowoutdoors.org. Some information for both trips is on there. Very good. Well, these are summer trips, but you told me your favorite season is winter. Why is that? <laughs> there's no bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, middle of summer is high bug season, and it's it's hot and sticky out, and and um, no, I, I love the winter time. There's you know there's no bugs. There's also it's a lot quieter out in the woods. Um, it's just a different experience. Even if you go to the same place, whether it's a, a campground or you hike uh, part of the Ice Age Trail in the winter time, it's a different vibe. It's quieter. You can see further in the woods because there's not so much foliage. Um, you can see tracks. It's just it's just a different experience, and I I just I love being out there in the cold. Now you do trips as well as your famous frozen butt hang, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's probably our busiest season. We we've got stuff almost every weekend. We have some week long winter trips as well. We have some boundary water expeditions that we do. But yeah, it really kicks off December. Is going to be our winter workshop. I'm going to have our whole winter schedule up. It should be in the next couple days here. But uh, the second weekend of December every year we do our winter workshop, and that's probably the best place for anybody who's ever wanted to try winter camping or learn about winter camping. It's the best place, I think, in Wisconsin to go and, and do that. We have a handful of presenters. Uh, last year I think we had 11 or 12 presenters for the weekend. It's a Friday through Sunday, or you can do a, a two-day option Saturday, Sunday, um, but it's an actual camp out. It's on private land up in Wapaka, Wisconsin, so you park your car. It's about a three- to five-minute walk down into the woods to where we have everything set up. It's just a whole weekend that's jam-packed with hands-on skills. For example, we've got someone out there who's going to be teaching about clothing and footwear, and, you know, not just with expensive stuff that you can make and buy, but really, you know, to just get into winter camping, it doesn't have to cost a fortune. Uh, most of us, if you're from Wisconsin, you probably already have a lot of things that you need. 
Um, but we've got somebody that teaches about clothing and footwear, uh, winter fire building, so you can do hands-on fire building skills, axe and saw use. You know, on our expeditions, I need folks to be able to split firewood and, and do it safely. So like, we, we teach these skills hands-on, um, winter-specific first aid skills, shelters, and sleep systems. This, this ranges from hammocks to hot tents to ultralight setups for whatever style you'd like to travel. Camp cooking and baking, women-specific camping topics, how not to get lost, cold weather survival, so all sorts of things. And we get people from all over the place, you know, even outside of the Midwest, that come out. And it's, it's a cool social event. We have a huge fire. We have canvas wall tents made by Snow Trekker, the Wisconsin-based company. So we've got Snow Trekker tents people can use to warm up if they cold. We've got hot cider and coffee 24-7 being made down there in the woods. It's just a really, really good time. That kicks off in December, and that's a good place to start for people that maybe want to try some of our other trips later on in the season. Now, is that required if you want to do a trip later? Do I have to go to the orientation weekend? We highly, highly recommend it. We do have some beginner snowshoe trips, and the way those are set up, they're like mini expeditions. So we use our toboggans and wall tents and packable stoves and all that stuff on the beginner snowshoe trips. And, and somebody who didn't do the workshop could do those trips. You know, we, we try to work with people to help them get prepared as possible. But if you wanted to do something more advanced, like a, a, a you know, four or five day trip in the UP or Boundary Waters or something like that, frozen butt hang, we really recommend the workshop because we cover just all of these skills that will save you hours and hours of research online and help you get an idea of what kind of gear and clothing that you might really need for some of those trips to be comfortable out there. And if you're going to the Boundary Waters in winter, obviously you're not paddling. Do you use dog sleds, or how do you get around? We do a traditional toboggan. We don't use dog sleds. You know, there are places up there in Minnesota that offer dog sledding in Wisconsin as well, but we do a very traditional style of camp. So we have 8- and 10-foot expedition toboggans. These are made with a UHMW plastic. It's like a space-age plastic, and so it, it's a real, real slick, and they, they move really well on those big open, you know, lakes on top of the snow and ice, and then we kind of combine that with traditional clothing, so a lot of little layers and canvas anoraks and things like that, and canvas tents and wood stove, so, you know, it could be 40 below zero every day. In fact, our last trip out there for a week was 40 below zero almost every single day. We can haul this gear and work up a sweat and, and all that, but at the end of the day, we can make sure everything is totally dried out and we have a nice hot meal over a stove. In fact, I, I'm a fan of hot food in the cold. You know, there's nothing nothing nicer than pulling off the side of the trail when it's 20, 30 below and having a hot lunch. For example, um, like I'll make these Italian sandwiches ahead of time and then before we break camp, after breakfast, we'll actually toast the sandwiches on the wood stove, wrap them in paper, pack them in a cooler, load up a couple half-gallon thermoses with coffee or cider or soup, and we'll pack that along so that three, four hours later, whenever we decide to pull over for lunch, we can have hot soup and cider and these still melty, toasted, delicious Italian sandwiches. It's a nice warm-up, and then we can continue on. We, we try to find our spot to set up camp around maybe 2 o'clock or so. It takes it takes a little bit more time in the winter, especially for a traditional camp, the, you know, the snow trackers and get cutting firewood, all that stuff. It's a bit more of a process. But we work together. We've got the equipment. And it's, it's a really great time, for sure. Well, it sounds like it. I have done some winter camping myself. It has been 
I won't tell you how many years, more than 30 for sure. <laughs> but it was an adventure, and I spent a lot of time outdoors in the winter. And I agree with you, food is important, and hot food on a cold day, whether you're inside or out, is really key to making sure that you're ready to go the next day. Yeah, we do some high-calorie meals out there. We like to keep it delicious. I was talking to someone just the other day about one of our breakfasts. You know, we don't do this on backpacking trips in the summer, but... You know, I like French toast, and so on our, one of our winter trips, one thing we'll do sometimes is French toast. Instead of using regular Texas toast, we'll use pound cake. Oh, boy. So French toast <laughs> pound cake, and if you throw in some you know, rum chata with, with the eggs, then you can have, like, a rum chata French toast, you know, with some strawberries on top, and, you know, kind of really pack those calories in and have something kind of fun, you know, side of sausage. And, and if you still, if you're not too tired after something like that, then, uh, you know, make sure a, a nice high-energy high meal. Yeah, and you hit the road, uh, the trail, and work it off. Yeah, and it, it's really beautiful up there, too. You see wolf tracks, I mean, crisscrossing those lakes all day, and you see signs of the deer and the different cats that are out there, and eagles, you know, owls, and things like that. It's, it's really gorgeous. Um, we do see sometimes, you know, tracks from other you know, dog sleds and other groups that have been out there. There's, there's ice fishermen that, that are out there as well sometimes. The routes that we do in the winter are 20, 30 miles, which is a good chunk of chunk of distance for, for a week. Um, we, we modify things depending on the conditions and, and the size of the group and that sort of thing. But there's a lot that we see in the summertime, like like pictographs or waterfalls. And it's really cool to be able to snowshoe up to those places and actually you know, walk right up to those things and see them in the wintertime. Yeah, absolutely. That's exciting. Well, Nick, we're going to let you go, but if people want to sign up for one of these winter trips, they just do that on your website, correct? Yeah, we do have the one free event, the Frozen Butt Hangs, the free event that anybody can sign up. That'll be January 5th, the Friday through Sunday. Um, I've had people already asking about that trip. We have folks from all over the country for that one. But yeah, the Frozen Butt Hang is the hammock camping event that we do every January. And we'll have all that information up pretty soon here. All right. Well, Nick, thank you so much, and I hope you have a great summer. And, boy, this is the right time to be thinking about winter <laughs> when it's hot out. You know, I hate to say it, but I'm looking forward to winter myself. So thank you. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. You bet. Nick Gordon, outfitter with Now Outdoors Expedition Company. His website, where you can get information on the trips we've talked about and much more, is nowoutdoors.org. I'm Dan Small, more Outdoors Radio, right after this. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the disruption camo pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Helm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. And uh, we just learned that Crestliner model year rebates uh, will continue through July. So you can check that out at Cedar Lake's website or their Facebook page. Uh, we're also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camo wear at a price you can afford. Welcome back, Huntworth Gear. Find them at huntworthgear.com and by Ducks Unlimited, a proud sponsor of Outdoors Radio and, and of uh, duck hunters everywhere. To learn more about the world's leader in wetlands conservation, visit ducks.org. We're brought to you by the Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association, 60 square miles of fun on the water, castlerock-petenwell.com, and by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center, woodsideranch.com. Well, it is so nice to have a full contingent of presenting sponsors once again. We welcome Huntworth back, as you mentioned, Jeff, and uh, we're going to be with them for six weeks, six months rather, so we'll be talking to some of their pro staffers coming up. Well, if you have not been able to catch our TV show, Outdoor Wisconsin, because it doesn't happen to be on the air where you live, you can always watch current and past episodes at milwaukeepbs.org. Well, they're all past episodes, but the ones they're ad- airing right now, the ones they're broadcasting, and last year's Deer Hunt Wisconsin show, along with a couple of shows from recent years, those are all archived on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV YouTube channel. And the radio show you're hearing right now can be downloaded and taken with you as a podcast wherever you like. Go to lake-link.com, go to the Outdoor Radio page, and you can download this show. You can also find us at the Outdoor News website, outdoornews.com slash podcasts. You can find Dan on social media throughout the week at Dan Small Outdoors, and you can follow me on social media at Hardwater Jeff everywhere. If you have thought about fishing in Canada but have put it off because of COVID and the travel restrictions the last few years, why don't you come up and fish Lake of the Woods with me in September? I'll be hosting a group. will be a dozen or so, a pretty intimate group. Folks from Stormy Cromer are going to be coming along, and they'll bring gifts for everybody in our group. The dates are the 11th through the 15th of September. We'll be staying on Black Island. We'll be fishing the Canadian waters of Lake of the Woods, catching walleyes for shore lunch, bass and northerns for fun, maybe some muskies for trophy photos, and everything is included. The guides, the boats, the bait tackle lodging, and some fantastic meals. The package cost per person is $1,500. That covers everything. You can sign up by going to blackisland.com. There's only two spots left. So if you're interested, check it out. Blackisland.com. Look for the trips tab and look for my name and you'll find all the information you need right there. Well, the DNR is hosting a Learn to Hunt Black Bear webinar this coming Wednesday, July 12th. It starts at noon with time for Q&A after some informative presentations. And for more info, you can visit the DNR website. Keywords are bear hunting webinar. And next Friday morning, the 14th of July, leaders from northern Wisconsin counties will be meeting at Nicolay College to discuss water resource issues. And that is open to the public. If you're interested, go to vclra.org. That's Violence County Lakes and Rivers Association.org. July 14th, 8.30 a.m. to noon, and it's open to the public, as I mentioned. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. For more of his music and upcoming events, visit warrennelson.com. 
I'm Dan Small here with Jeff Kelm. Get outside this weekend and be sure to join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. When the cool night swallows the moose's nose and the heron is fishing on one cold leg when the loon cries lover in the blue north wind I'll be trolling home to you when my wrist gets a little chilly on the gunnel when my lazy Ike is just too lazy to lure When the worms go dry In the coffee can, honey I'll be true